Welcome to Zichur Daf Siman Rebbe Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Megillah Daf Chav, the second pair of Kakorlam Afreya. The Zichur Mesechus Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichur Chabura. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the next Mishnah states in Kornis and Megillah, "V'lomalin, v'lotovlin, v'lomazin, v'chen shomer z'yom keneged yom v'otitpo ad shatanin tzachama." We do not read the Megillah nor circumcise nor immerse in a mikveh nor do hazah, and similarly, a shomer z'yom keneged yom may not do tefillah until the sun has risen. And all of them, if they did the mitzvah after the first ray of dawn has appeared, it's kosher. The Gemara brings a source for each that it must be performed during the day. Regarding the Megillah, the Pusik states, And these days should be remembered and celebrated, which implies that the Megillah must be read during the day and not at night. The Gemara clarifies that the Mishnah is not a contradiction for Yishub and Levi, who rules that the Megillah must be read at night as well, as the Mishnah can be understood to be referring to the Megillah reading of the day. Circumcision is done during the day, as the Pasuk states, yimo, and on the eighth day you shall circumcise. Tevila and Hazar are done during the day, as the Pasuk states, and the Tower person shall sprinkle on the Tame person on the seventh day. We see from here that Hazar must be done during the day, and then we make a hackage between Tevila and Hazar, and learn that Tevila too must be done during the day. Pointing to the Mishnah had stated, And in all these cases, if they did the mitzvah from the first ray of dawn, it's kosher. The Gemara asks for the source that the day begins with the first ray of dawn. And after rejects the first answer, brings Rabbi Zer, who said that the source is the Pasuk, Then we did the work with half of them holding spears from the first ray of dawn until the stars came out. And it states in the next Pasuk, we spent the night on watch and the day at work. The Gemara clarifies that the second Pasuk was brought since one might have said from the first Pasuk, we can say that Amudashachar comes before the day and it's not considered day. And when the sun sets, it's night. And the workers mentioned began their work before day began and stayed at work later than nightfall. Therefore, the second Pasuk states, to teach that when the workers began working at Amudashachar, it was considered day. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah lists 20 mitzvahs that may be performed the entire day, and then lists two mitzvahs that are kosher the entire night. Reaping the omer and burning the fats and limbs of the offerings. The Mishnah concludes, This is the general rule. Any mitzvah that must be done during the day may be performed any time during the day. And any mitzvah that must be done at night may be performed any time during the night. The Gemara brings a source for each of the mitzvahs to prove that they are either daytime mitzvahs or nighttime mitzvahs. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, In Kornis Megillah, We do not read the Megillah nor circumcise nor immerse in a mikvah nor do hazah and similarly. A shomer's yom keneged yom may not do tevila until the sun has risen. And all them, if they did the mitzvah after the first ray of dawn has appeared, it's kosher. The Gemara brings a source for each that it must be performed during the day. Regarding the Megillah, the Pasuk states, And these days should be remembered and celebrated, which implies that the Megillah must be read during the day and not at night. The Gemara clarifies that the Mishnah is not a contradiction to Rabbi Yishub and Levi, who rules that the Megillah must be read at night as well, as the Mishnah can be understood to be referring to the Megillah reading of the day. Circumcision is done during the day, as the Pasuk states, and on the eighth day you shall circumcise. Tevila and Hazar are done during the day, as the Pasuk states, and the Tower person shall sprinkle on the Tami person 
on the seventh day. We see from here that Hazah must be done during the day. And then we make a hekish between Tevila and Hazah to learn that Tevila too must be done during the day. Point number two, the Mishnah had stated, And in all these cases, if they did the mitzvah from the first ray of dawn, it's kosher. The Gemara asks for the source that the day begins with the first ray of dawn, and after it rejects the first answer, it brings Rabbi Zer, who said that the source is the Pasuk, then we did the work with half of them holding spears from the first ray of dawn until the stars came out. And it states in the next Pasuk, we spent the night on watch and the day at work. The more clarifies that the second Pasuk was brought since one might have said, from the first Pasuk, we can say that Amur Shachar comes before the day and it's not considered day. And when the sun sets, it's night. And the workers mentioned began their work before day began and stayed at work later than nightfall. Therefore, the second Pasuk states, to teach that when the workers began working at Amun Shachar, it was considered day. And pointing with you, the next Mishnah lists 20 mitzvahs that may be performed the entire day and then lists two mitzvahs that are kosher the entire night. Reaping the Omer and burning the fats and limbs of the offerings. The Mishnah concludes, this is the general rule. Any mitzvah that must be done during the day may be performed any time during the day. And any mitzvah that must be done at night may be performed any time during the night. The more brings the sources for each of the mitzvahs to prove that they are either daytime mitzvahs or nighttime mitzvahs. Alright, so now we go to our Simber Dav Chaf, and our standard simon is a cafe. A cafe. So here goes. The daytime at Mitzvah Cafe, which was always busy after Megillah readings and bris milas, opened early at Amud Shachar for the workers holding spears, and was always closed at night for the reaping of the Omer and burning of sacrificial fats. Once again, it's a motion. The daytime Mitzvah Cafe, Cafe, that must be more duff, chaf. The daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after Megillah readings and bris milas, which reminds us that more brings us sources for how we know that the mitzvahs of reading the Megillah, Mila, Tevila, and Hazah, and the Tevila of Hashemir's Yom Kenegad Yom are done during the day. So, the daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after Megillah readings and bris milas, opened early at Amudah Shachar for the workers holding spears, which reminds us the Mishnah and state of Akulan Sha'atma Sha'al Mudah Shachar, Kasha, in all these cases, if they did the mitzvah from the first rave dawn, it's kosher, and it brings the source, Then we did the work with half of them holding spears from the first rave dawn until the stars came out. So, the daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after Megillah readings and bris milas, opened early at a shachar for the workers holding spears, and was always closed at night for the reaping of the omer and burning of sacrificial fats, which reminds us, the next Mishnah lists 20 mitzvahs that may be performed the entire day, and then lists two mitzvahs that are kosher the entire night, because here's the omer, lahakir cholabim ve'evarim. And the Mishnah concludes, this is the general rule. Any mitzvah that must be done during the day may be performed any time during the day. And any mitzvah that must be done at night may be performed any time during the night. The Lord brings a source of each of the mitzvahs to prove that they are either daytime mitzvahs or nighttime mitzvahs. So once again, the daytime mitzvah cafe, which was always busy after Megillah readings and bris milas, opened early at a mudashachar for the workers holding spears, and was always closed at night for the reaping of the omer and burning of sacrificial fats. All right, so now it's time for four blot bat chazara. Dav tezayin. So the simmer dav tezayin is toes. So here goes. The acrobat with the big toes. Toes? That must be one dav 
Tezion. The acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip getting onto a horse, which reminds us that Gamora goes through Haman's downfall from becoming Mordecai's barber and bath attendant to being kicked as Mordecai stood on him to get on the horse to his daughter's dumping the chamber pot on him and her jumping to her death. So the acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip getting onto a horse and then jumped onto his brother's neck, which reminds us that Gamora gives an account of the reconciliation between Yosef and his brothers and how he wept on Binyamin's necks, which is a reference to the two temples that will be in Binyamin's portion and eventually destroyed. And Binyamin cried on Yosef's neck, a reference to the Mishkan of Shiloh, which was to be in Yosef's territory and eventually destroyed. So the acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip getting onto a horse and then jumped onto his brother's neck finished his act by sliding down a long pole or reciting ten names in one breath. Which reminds us the ten names of Haman and the word Aseris are to be read by the Megillah reader Benishima Achas in one breath since their souls departed at the same moment and the letter Vav in the name Vayazasa should be elongated like a long pole since they were hung on a long pole one above the other. Daf Yudzain. So the symbol Daf Yudzain is a used car salesman. So here goes. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be more on Daf Yudzain. The used car salesman who emerged after being away from his parents for 14 years learning how to sell, which reminds us that the bottom of Dav Tezayin on the base, Rav is said in the name of Yitzhak Rashmo Bar Marsa, God of Tamator Yosmi Kibbutav, aim toward learning is greater than honoring one's father and mother. Since all the years that Yaakov Vina was in the house of Aver, he wasn't punished, even though during that time he didn't honor his parents. The Gemara goes to the calculation of Yaakov's years based on the Torah giving over at Yishmael's age. So, the used car salesman who emerged after being away from his parents for 14 years learning how to sell told his customers they should never read the car manual backwards, which reminds us the opening mission of the second parak states, One who reads the Megillah out of order is not Yotze. The Gemara asks for the source, and after rejecting the first answer, brings the following pasuk. And these days shall be remembered and celebrated. The Mikhail makes a hekish between remembering and celebrating. Just as a celebration cannot be performed out of order, you can't have the 15th come before the 14th, so to the remembrance referring to the Megillah reading cannot be done out of order. So, the used car salesman who emerged after being away from his parents for 14 years, learning how to sell, told his customers they should never read the car manual backwards, and that they better say their prayers in order if they want to have a safe drive. Which reminds the Gemara goes to the reason of the order of the brachas in the Shemon Esrei, based on Psukim, and begin with the brach of Avos, which is based on Hobu Hashem B'nei Elim, declared to Hashem the sons of the powerful, referring to the powerful ones of the earth, or the Avos. Daf Yudches, so the simple Daf Yudches is a chuppah. So here goes. Some of the guests of the chuppah, chuppah, that must be one daf yudches. Some of the guests of the chuppah, where the rabbi is going on non-stop with praising Hashem, which reminds us that after the more completes explaining the order of the brachas in the Shemunasra, it states that from this point onward, it's forbidden to give over the praises, the shvachos of a kosher baruchu. The Lazar said, what's the meaning of the following pasuk? For who is it fitting to speak of the mighty acts of a kosher baruchu? One who is able to declare all of his praise, since no one can do so. One cannot add more praises to the Shemoneshre, other drushes about as well. So, some of the guests of the chuppah where the rabbi is going on non-stop with praising Hashem, decide to head over to the Megillah reading next door, even though they didn't understand Hebrew, which reminds the Mishnah on David Yedzayin Amalav stated, And a foreigner who heard the Megillah read in Ashuris, meaning Hebrew, has fulfilled his chib, even though he does not understand Hebrew. Ravina points out that there are some words in the Megillah that we don't understand, and yet we fulfill our chib, Ella. 
Mitzvah's Kriya Uparsima Nisa. The mitzvah is reading and publicizing the miracles. So too here, even when people do not understand, they fulfill their Kriya because the mitzvah is the reading and publicizing the miracle. And Rashi explains that even though they do not understand what they're hearing, they will ask people who do understand, who will then explain the reading and tell them about the miracle. So, some of the guests of the Chuppah, where the rabbi was going on non-stop with praising Hashem, decide to head over to the McGillery next door, even though they didn't understand Hebrew, only to discover they had come in the middle. Which reminds us, the mission had said, of course, the Megillah of Mephrey, well, Yatsa, one who reads the Megillah out of sequence has not fulfilled this Chuppah. If one misses a Pasuk, he has to go back to that Pasuk and read from there. And if he comes to Shul when they're already halfway through the Megillah, he's not Yotzi, and he must start a Kriya from the beginning. Dafyotes. So the symbol Dafyotes is a yacht. So here goes. The passengers on the yacht. Yacht. That must be on Dafyotes. The passengers on the yacht from the walled city who decide to stay over in the quaint seaside unwalled town on the 14th. Which reminds us of the next mission of states. Ben Ir Shahal Chachrach. Ben Krach Shahal Chachir. A town dweller that went to a walled city or a walled city dweller that went to an unwalled town. If he'll return to his place, he reads Nick on the same day as those in his regular place. But if he'll not return, he reads with him, referring to the people in the place that he's visiting. And Rava said this only applies in the case of a town dweller who will return to his town on the night of the 14th. But if he'll still be in the town in the morning, he reads with the people in the town. So the passengers on the yacht from the walled city who decide to stay over in the quaint seaside unwalled town on the 14th fulfilled their chiba listening to the whole Megillah read from beginning to end, which reminds us that there's a four-way machos regarding how much of the Megillah must be read for one to fulfill his chiv. Does Kohat Tokev, all the acts of power, refer to the acts of Achishverosh, Mordechai Haman, or the beginning of the nace when Achishverosh couldn't sleep? So, the passengers on the yacht from the walled city, who decide to stay over in the quaint seaside unwalled town on the 14th, fulfilled their chiv of listening to the whole Megillah, read from beginning to end, in the shul with an arn in the shape of the luchos that had a Megillah. Painted on it. Which reminds me of Rabbi Abba said regarding the Pasuk about the Luchos, and the writing on them was going to all the words that Hashem spoke to you on the mountain. This teaches that the Kosh Baruch Hu Moshe Rabbeinu all the fine interpretations of the Torah and the fine interpretations of the rabbis and what the Chami would innovate in the future. The Gemara asks what the Chami originated and answers Mikra Megillah, the reading of the Megillah. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramkhon Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.